2: and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. Welcome everyone. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of your goal guide and creator of the Dev Method for Goal Setting Simplified. And you can't reach your goals on your own. You need your people. So every week I bring in three of my people to dive into the, the special topic. And then it magically becomes an episode of the Deb Show podcast on the Marketing Podcast Network. So whether you're watching us live or the replay or listening to us or all the above, we are so glad you're here. And this is a special episode. So it's summer I started this in 2020 when we couldn't get rid of 2020 fast enough, Start the Start the New Year Now Party, and today we are having Start 2024 Now. When that happened, I don't know, and my guests don't know either because they were all my guests last year. Actually, Keith Spiro, Keith, you have been to every one of my Start the New Year Now Parties.
0: Since the beginning.
2: Since the beginning. So, Couldn't and then find we, the exit. Ha, ha, that was kind of planned. Ha, we succeeded. So Chris, he, he, back for his fourth start 2020, whatever the year is now party. Chris Chirian and Annie P. Ruggles here for the second right. year. And guess what, people? I have already booked them for 2024. For the Start 2025 Now Party. Why do we start the new year in December? Because we want to give you a running start in every opportunity to reach those all-important goals. So we're just going to check in with each other, offer some inspiration and hope in knowing that this year, good, bad, what are we thinking? Okay, I, I, I warned you people, being quiet doesn't work.
1: I'm choosing my words carefully, Deb.
2: Okay, so what are we saying? Last year good, last year bad, last year somewhere in between. I think we all have that little mixture. But actually, before we dive into how we feel about the year that has passed and our excitement about the year moving forward, I should probably introduce you all. So today we have Chris Chirian, who is the co-founder of Gatherly. And... Chris and I met because someone I knew was on a panel he hosted, and we've been friends ever since. I love those stories. And Annie P. Ruggles, who I met because we were at a mixer, and she said, I need to meet the person who named her system after herself, and we've been friends ever since. And Keith Spiro, who's who's from the Jeff Hulver Zula configuration of international networking And we've been friends ever since. I'm seeing this theme here. I'm really glad to have you all back to check in and inspire. But before we do that, uh, please introduce yourself so people other than me know who you are and what makes you so awesome. So Chris, let's start with you.
3: Thanks, Dev. You, you already did the, the PR for me, but uh, I'm Chris, one of the founders over at Gatherly. We've been working in virtual events since the pandemic. This year we shifted a little bit into AI event planning to help event planners who have too much to do and too little time to do it in um, be able to better tackle their goals. So that's the quick tagline. Happy to chat during the show, after the show, whenever about events and things like that. That's how Dev and I met after all. But for the next, you know, for next hour or so, I'm excited to chat about goals specifically.
2: Well we're we're basically checking in because as I said before and I believe this was pre-pandemic people's years were either they weren't all awesome or all terrible they're just somewhere we all have the those um those peaks and valleys and I I just think when you start the new year early you really get that all important running start so I'm excited to see what you have been up to and how we can all support not only each other but the community at large in the new year. So, Chris, great to see you.
3: Welcome. My favorite back. topics. Ah,
2: Annie P. Ruggles, how the heck are ya? I'm alive. Uh, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, my my year started off amazingly. My year was killing it. My year was everything. My year was popping off. And then about, I don't know, maybe four or five months ago, all kinds of crazy stuff happened in the coaching industry and in the economy and in my life and in my health and everything else. And so the last five months have been... Uh, kind of frenetic, kind of crazy, definitely more of the roller coaster of entrepreneurship. I'm well trained for that. It's not my first rodeo. Uh, but, you know, my esteemed colleagues here were like, how is it already December? And I'm like, I, for one, I'm ready to jump into Q2 of next year. Like, we can jump right through Q1. We can go right into Q2. Welcome 2024. I embrace you. Oh, and I am Annie P. Ruggles, the founder of the Non-Sleeping Sales Academy, uh, and the host of many, many weird shows like Too Legitimate to Quit, Over Our Heads, and Soon to Be More.
0: Excellent.
2: Well, great to see you. Happy to have you here.
0: And Keith. Yes, ma'am. Good to see you, too. Always fun to catch up with you. And I am indeed Keith Spiro, business strategist, community builder, but that's not what I do these days. That's last year, and now that we're in twenty twenty four, it's going to be all about community champions. And uh, I agree with Annie. You know, she started talking, and immediately it's like, oh, deja vu. We're doing it again. We use the same words. Twenty twenty three roller coaster year. Mm-hmm. Best of intentions started out great. I had three words: delight, magic, and in the end, the only thing that counted was being present because it kept changing so fast.
2: It, now, is it just me, or has it just been like this
3: for everybody, the roller coaster? I I think it's everybody. That would be mm-hmm. my my very bold take, which I'm sure is not bold at all.
2: Well, it's that everybody... Well, and I was thinking about this, too. So I've been doing these since we couldn't get rid of 2020 fast enough. But what are we thinking? Are we over 2023?
3: Uh, I am. I would say no. I have, I have plenty of stuff I need to finish before <laughs> Jan 1st. I'll have to well, make the full use of December.
2: Well, and that is the beauty of December. So it is the wrap up of one year, but the ramp up to the next one. So what I would love to know for, from you all, let, let's start with the wins. So Chris, what was your biggest win of 2023? And yes, we know you have another month left, but we're, we're going with Deb math.
3: DevMath, I like that. I like that. So <laughs> pending pending my even bigger win that's yet to come in the next, you know, 20, 20 or so days, right? Um, I, I, you know, I, I saw you tag this question in our, like, pre, you know, like the calendar invite, right? And I, it took a bit of time to reflect on this. And I think I, I can't pick out, pick out any single one accomplishment. But if I look at a theme, right, and I, I, I was thinking back to the show we did last year. We were talking about theme years and things like that. I think the big theme that I have to pull and one of the things I'm very grateful for this year is adaptability and really reacting to a lot of curveballs that I was not planning for whatsoever when we were doing the show last year. Um, There were a lot of goals that I had set out last year that I accomplished and quickly realized weren't the biggest priority in my life all of a sudden, right? So being able to adapt from what I thought was the biggest priority to newer, bigger, bolder priorities or being able to take the reins on something that I hadn't even thought of yet was probably one of the biggest things that I'm excited for. So looking back, I think adaptability is is the big win from this year.
2: Uh, and, and Keith mentioned before that being present was the theme, but was that also the win for you?
0: Well, you know, it is. And I also know that when you talk about wins for any business, the win has to be something connected to results. So I would say, like Chris, I agree that, being present for me is how you stabilize the roller coaster. The things that are thrown at you almost internal versus external. And you kind of deal with both ends of it. But my biggest win were really in the areas of means for a ship, which was a project I got involved with a year before and they launched in June of 2022. So you say, all right, what's the encore? What's next? Well, turn it into a project that, People really want to participate in. And that ship sailed. <laughs> and I was on it. Doesn't get better than that. It went to windjammer days and it arrived as the oldest and simultaneously newest ship in the fleet. Original one was built in 1607. So I got to be there, camera and all, and that was a, a real blast. And that was a huge win because of all of the, of the things that you've talked to me about for a long time: getting published, getting something written. Being visible and recognized for it. And all of those fell into place, but only during the hours that I could advise and be available for it, because being present took me away from that <laughs> as often as I was in it. So put me down for a vote with Chris that uh, for me, being present was the biggest win. I'm still on the roller coaster and I'm still holding on.
2: And so we have our friend Suzanne Thompson who's watching live from Australia. And she is also not over the year favoring the positives and rejecting the memory of all the hearts. So yeah, we're we're all about um, landing on our feet as much as we can whenever we can. We can't always do that. But if when we stay present, when we stay adapted, it really helps, you know, keep the roller coaster. I was going to say i an even keel, but that's like the opposite <laughs> of the roller coaster. That doesn't Go, sound Suzanne. Like a roller coaster. Thank you. <laughs> so, Annie, same question. What What do you consider your biggest win? And it can be thematic or it can be specific or you can mix and match as you are wont to do.
1: I think presence was part of it, but for me, it was finding a balance between tenacity and self-kindness, right? And and learning how those things could work together because I feel like I had been operating in a way where those two things were kind of antithetical, right? In that, like, I am tenacious and I am strong and I'm going to muscle through this, you know? And then at the same point... If I'm too kind to myself, it's like, hey, you have an autoimmune disease. You can stay in bed. Nobody expects anything from you. Everyone will forgive you. And it was like, no, finding a nice balance of like, kick your butt and then nurture it nurture it and then kick it again and then have a good day and then have a bad day and then have a bad day and then have another good day. And, and there's where the present part comes in because it's like whatever it throws at me, but whatever it throws at me, I got a strong arm my way through it with as much grace and self-kindness as I can. Because um, it's w- this year has just been completely unexpected in, in wonderful ways and in some really left turn, how the heck did we wind up here ways too.
2: So can we agree that, like, unexpected is, like, the theme word for everybody?
1: Okay. Again, with the nodding, people. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes, oh yes. It's the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Nods emphatically. I'll start speaking my gestures. Yes. Yeah, was uh,
3: was unexpectedness the theme for 2020?
2: It, you know, it probably was. Maybe that's why I keep making all the um, the comparisons. I think a lot of it has to do with this is the year everything was supposed to be back to the next normal.
3: I like that thesis a lot. I think I think there's a lot of talk about recovery, whether it's in travel and tourism, tech, and it's not the case whatsoever yeah. in the majority of industries. So I, I like that thesis a lot. There was an expectation of like a return to normalcy and that doesn't seem like what we got. So there's this That's
0: so yesterday.
3: Right? <laughs> That's so <laughs> yesterday.
2: So can we all agree that normalcy doesn't exist ever again? Oh, no.
3: Yeah, I think that's too much to count on.
2: (laughs) So um, we're all in this constant state of the next normal then.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, you're asking for predictability here, and I don't think that's there. Look at the acceleration, you know, AI. We didn't talk about that a year ago. Now that's all everybody's talking about. And then you go, well, what happened to the human in all this? So uh, normal is is a is a yesterday term.
2: That is so 2019. <laughs> it, okay, so before we we talk about the wins and how we're gonna roll with the punches better, and again, we're motivation and inspiration, okay? You're, it, first of all, we still have a month left to get those wins in because we, we do yeah. kind of double play, um, play Deb December as an ending and a beginning. But let, let's talk about um, what do you, <laughs> yes, I'm going to put you all on the spot. What did you find to be your biggest challenge in 2023 and how did you get through it? And yes, Annie, I am going to pick on you first yeah that sigh pretty much said it all but you had to Um, know the question was coming
1: no I mean I I think it's a really good and really important question because uh, the challenges that challenge me now would have terrified the challenges that I had that would have stopped me years ago right and so I feel like I'm dealing with next level challenges and it's nice to look back and be like and I sort of Rose to the occasion of them, A for effort, right? But I think that my uh, biggest challenge of this year has been vision. I have been visionless. And that has shown up in different ways. And I think the visionless nature of things for me has been this... um, Ongoing progression from 2020, this lacking of a normal, right? Because I think I have like leap and scale fatigue. I think I've been out there so much and I've been present so much and I've been giving so much that I got a different kind of burnout, which is just idea exhaustion. Like I'm tired. I don't want to create anymore. And for a creator and an artist to wake up in the morning and not feel well and be like, I don't want to create today. I just want to take on a bunch of client work because I can do a really great job and it's easy. I made really lovely money this year and only until recently decided I needed to return more to the projects that matter most to me. And then the second I did that, it's shifting back, right? Exactly. So I I need to return to creating. And that has been a challenge for me in terms of the energetic bandwidth of that, the mindset of that, the nourishment required on that in multiple levels. But at the end of the day, I'm a creative and a strategist and vision is challenging for me on multiple fronts. And so that has been my kind of you know brass ring of this year is let's get a hold of a vision for 2024 let's really get excited about what i'm building not only for my clients whom i adore and would give any of my major organs but let's get really excited about the vision for the next level of me
3: that that sounds like it touches at like a, a deeper identity level right where if you mm-hmm. what what is a what is a creator if they can't wake up in the morning and dream of of what to build next
1: Right, right. it's it's, um, you know, and and we were talking about normalcy. And I have a poster, like right outside a little that poster a little plaque right outside this door that is a Van Gogh quote that says, "Normalcy is a paved road where no flowers grow." And I think this year I got so good at consistency and so good at systems and so good at doing my level best that I got very normal in my business. And that's important. You can't run a business without being consistent. It took me decades to find consistency, okay? Like, it took forever. But then I got here, and I think I did what we often do when we're on a pendulum and just swung a little too wide into the practical, swung a little bit too hard into the now, and started working a little bit too much in my business and not enough on my business. And so I'm looking forward to that pendulum swimming, swinging just a little back onto the more creative side of the street
2: that whole balance thing it's so and you touched on that before but that whole balance thing is so important as creatives we need to treat ourselves as clients not yeah. just our clients as clients and I was, I was holding up my book because this is why I'm like so, so about mission and motto. Because when you know your mission, when you know what you're about, um, and you've got the catchy motto to go with it, that really will help, especially when you're in the these rut times. To, you need to remember why you love <laughs> the thing that you love to do. And that's going to elevate you and entice you to create and explore and enjoy, because aren't we all in this to have, like, fun? Not like fun.
0: Uh, well, <laughs> but you touched upon the creatives, and that's, that's a catchy, dangerous space, right? Creatives yeah. love shiny objects. And so, oh, I'm going this way. No, I found something even more exciting the other way. And so the normalcy that Andy was talking about, getting into that rut or routine so you can get through each day only goes so far because the creative thing goes, I'm going to bed. There's nothing, nothing to excite me today. You know, so you've, you've got these trade-offs that have to go and take place. And that's that, you know, as you talk about goals and how you get there, my thing was noise. I had the plan and then there's noise all around me, more noise than you know what to do with coming from every direction, new technology, old technology, new clients, old clients and old problems coming back as new ones.
2: So are we calling noise your big challenge for the year,
1: Keith? In
0: 2023, noise was my big challenge. Being able to cut through it, Mm -hmm. to stay focused where I needed to be. If I'm going to be present, that doesn't mean I'm jumping to the right or the left for the next noisy thing, screaming for attention.
2: And, And you know, I have the time warp song, you know, jump to the left, step to the right. It had to be
1: said. But I think noise is so seductive, you know, like, like you said, not only just for the creative thing of like, Oh, shiny, go do that other thing. But, but noise is like, well, I'm a new tool. I'm a new tool. I'm a new tool. You need this new tool. If you're not completely happy in your whole life, you need to stop everything and learn this whole new system. And if that system's not working, you need to quit everything and get a whole new value prop. And if that client pushes back on you, you need to fire them and get all new clients. Like the noise is just pressure, pressure, pressure and bad advice everywhere right so i the tempting siren call yes 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 that's what we have we have freaking tiktok ads when they had sirens you know
3: wow (laughs) tiktok (laughs) ads are the are the new odysseus uh odysseus challenge i like it yes
2: time to the math and chris what about you
3: i think um i think the challenge that i experienced was probably pretty prevalent in the tech world which is balancing self-doubt against self-confidence and the easiest way I can explain it is the whiplash of going from a client meeting where a client says, hey, we're not going to renew your or your biggest client might say, hey, we're not going to renew your contract. And then your back to back meeting is with a VC where you're about to go pitch for like half a million dollars for this one VC fund. And having to walk in there with all the, you know, air of confidence of, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. I have a very strong vision for the future. Nothing can get me down. But in the back of your head, you're like, oh, shoot my biggest client just dropped, right? Like how am I gonna deal with that? That's a little bit of an extreme example, but I think with that being said, right? Self-doubt and self-confidence are both really, really strong tools. Self-doubt when in a measured capacity, right? Can be really, really valuable for checking yourself, right? Because I think a lot of us are very ambitious people and sometimes, you know, it, it, for especially founders, it becomes convenient to ignore reality. On the very extreme ends of this, you might see, like, Theranos or SBF, all right? On the less extreme ends, you might see, like, promising a client a feature that you can't actually deliver in two weeks, and your engineering team will take, like, a month and a half, right? So, you know, different ranges of that. But self-doubt can be a powerful tool when used, measure- used in a measurement sen- measured sense, if you will. Alternatively, right, self-confidence is also a really strong tool when used measured, measuredly, right?
2: Yes. So how did you not just survive the year, but thrive the year?
3: I, I think it's it goes to taking a step back, right? And saying, hey, like, these are challenges. And uh, my partner actually said something to me that really resonated with me through the year. I think she said about halfway through. She said, hey, like, a lot of these challenges are just tasks that you're going to do tomorrow. Like, you're going to wake up, you're going to approach the challenge, mm-hmm. and then you're going to go to bed. Like, that's just how it is. Whether you succeed or not is not necessarily always in your control, but the effort and the attitude that you take to approach it is. So you might be reeked with self-doubt, but at the end of the day, it's still a task. (laughs) You still have to do it, right? (laughs) So you might as well just, you know, like pick up that shovel and start digging or, you know, the wood and start building the ladder. I don't know, whichever one you want to lead towards. Uh,
2: uh, Oh, yes. Let's see how many metaphors we can merge together because I think we can get like 10. I don't know.
3: 10 so is a lowball number.
2: <laughs> I, we're only an hour show.
3: This is, this is my new challenge for the show. How many, <clears throat> how many metaphors can I literally? Litter okay.
2: We're, we're going to keep the count. We'll, we'll keep a tally on that. Uh, and the other thing that, that I think is coming up. That's common is like, where's that zest? Where's that project that makes you so happy? that it kind of drowns out all the garbage. Now for me, you know, this year I launched my Taste Buds with Deb podcast, and I've been leaking my my food chats into Goal Chat Live slash The Deb Show. Uh, but back in the spring, I started doing uh, Taste Buds with that Deb bite-sized conversation about food cooking and community. And it is like, well... I love, we all love food. I know that that is another commonality within this panel, but one thing's discovered is everybody has an opinion about food and cooking and the joy that comes from it. Even people who don't like to cook have very strong opinions of it. So when I, I love that I've got this, and I love goals, believe me, my my goal energy is always really high. But when I start working on my fun side thing, which is, you know, competing (laughs) with my love of goals, that really ups the joy that leaks onto the other things. So what for the three of you is that joy project or is it one that you're going to claim for next year? And Chris, I'm going to go with you first on this because I know you've got like a gazillion things that you're doing for others. I want to know what you're doing for you.
3: Oh, you're too kind. Um, I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to say something that I did for myself and for others. Um, So uh, maybe like two, three months ago, I had to fly into Atlanta. I only had a week in town, and I had like 20 coffee chats that were were scheduled. And I remember like a week before I got to the – a week before I had my flight – I was just looking at my Google Calendar, and I was like, this is madness. Like, who wants... Like, one, I'm going to be so ridiculously wired from having 20 coffee chats. Like, that's just too much coffee. Two, that's just such a inefficient way to, to tackle this week. So, in the span of about two weeks, I rented out a gallery, like an art gallery in Atlanta. And I put together a gallery party for 40 people. And it was such a lovely... Such a fun, lovely event for myself because one of my passions is putting interesting people in a room and having them talk to each other, one of the reasons why I love this show. And then, I mean, it, it hits the nail on the head, right? Um, so that was one. And two, it was just so much fun to bounce around from conversation to conversation and see people laugh, forget troubles for the day, and just really enjoy themselves. So hopefully a little bit for others, but I'll, I'll be selfish. A lot of it was for me, too, because I didn't have to do 20 coffee chats I just met 40 people in the span of two hours.
2: Uh, And, you know, I started doing uh, meet and greets once a month for potential guests for Goal Chat Live for a very similar reason, getting all these emails. Hey, Deb, I want to be on your show. And I'm like, great, but I need to be. You can't be a friend of Deb until you are a friend of Deb. So (laughs) I love um, that you put these together? are Is this gonna be an ongoing as Chris travels? Are you gonna do virtual versions? How can you build that up?
3: I have a lot of I have a lot of virtual versions that are already already uh, in motion. I think um, I'm gonna lean into the in person a little bit. Um, perhaps antithetical to, to the business I run, but not that I, I don't believe in physical events. I think virtual <laughs> is just an additional channel, right? Um, to, to answer your question, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to, to host more, whether it is another gallery party, which I have a particular fondness for, um, or, you know, like a, a rooftop bar, who knows, you know, maybe it's a little bit too cold right now for that. So I might need to go back to an art gallery.
2: Oh, yes. I'm the only one in the West Coast where it's cold and 60 degrees. The rest of you are cold where it's actual cold weather. That we. We're saying here. Uh, I think 31. bringing people. What?
0: About thirty-one. You notice the vest.
2: Uh, well, believe it or not, I am actually cold in my apartment in LA because sixty here is cold. But anyway, please don't be mad at me. <laughs> I see Annie's already
3: got the the puffer on too.
2: Yeah. Um. And I I I think, and it really is that balance of in-person versus virtual, because I still love virtual so much, because A, I get to do this every week and hang out with three friends. But because it's another way to meet people you wouldn't ordinarily get to connect with.
3: Oh, absolutely. I, I always say that before the pandemic, you would meet people in person, and then you would transition that relationship online. It's the complete reverse now. There's so many people that I first meet virtually like I very intentionally say, hey, like let's start by having a virtual call before we get coffee, mm-hmm. right? And then you transition it. it twenty twenty just put everything on its head, which a fascinating way the world changed.
0: Yes, it's it, that roller coaster. I was just it, jumping in here. It's that roller coaster, right? Because mm-hmm. the reason you do it virtually first is time. I don't have enough time. Why would I sit down and co- let's let's get this done? Let's get online together and see if it works. Absolutely, anywhere and was, in the
2: world. Right, and I'm friends with all of you because of virtual opportunities, and as well as I'd say probably ninety percent of my guests are people who I've met virtually first. So there you go. So Annie, what is your joy project?
1: Oh, that's a toughie because, like, all of I'm I'm doing interestingly no. That's not it. See, I told y'all I have a vision issues for this year. And so what's tough for me, it's hard for me to answer this question. Let me be very honest about that. In that the work I do on the daily brings me a phenomenal amount of joy.
2: We call that cheating, but good.
1: (laughs) But as I said this year, I'm back to solely building other people's vision, which is a form of joy for me. So, my current joy project is the same joy projects that I've had all year and I've been lucky enough to co-create some incredible stuff this year, you know, like, and to advise on some beautiful stuff this year. I had my first X-rated client this year. That was so weird and fun <laughs> and such a weird learning curve, right? Like, that was a blast, though. Screwed up my Google stats for ever. It was amazing, right? I mean, I'm opening, I'm I'm helping a dear friend of mine, family business, open a dinner theater in Chicago. I'm helping other dear friends of mine launch a new mythology podcast, one of my play, favorite playwrights, right? And so in addition to the work I get to do, helping amazing coaches and solopreneurs serve more people, which is joyful, I always get to do fun and glorious and amazing things. It's just so funny because when people stop and ask me, what's your joy project? I go, uh, get back to me.
2: Okay. Well, I'm giving you homework to redo uh section one of your goal guide, determine your mission, because yeah. I think that will help <laughs> you in, in next week's show is on is, mission, motto, and theme songs. So it's all there about, you, you know, claiming the who you are. And as the person who builds other people's visions, it's awesome. But we have to remember not to forget our own.
1: Yeah. And that's what, exactly what I did. You nailed it. In that I got so wrapped up in growing up as a business, like adulting, As a business, which was essential. And I'm so grateful to myself that I did the boring stuff out loud. Like, I'm real, real grateful that I committed to it. I'm real, real grateful I prioritized my health this year. I'm real, real grateful I fired some clients this year, right? Like, I made it through. But I do need very much to return to building some bricks for me, to building my body of work, to building my impact. Uh, Because I have a lot of fun behind the curtain. I truly, truly do. Uh, but at the end of the day, is it moving the needle for me in ways that I don't expect? No. Is it keeping me on the roller coaster in ways I do expect? Yes. And I'm a bit bored.
2: And you know I could only give you this advice because we're friends and I know <laughs> that, yeah. that sometimes we need that little bit of fire, that that zest. Yeah.
1: 100%. 100%. Because I said boredom. And you know what's so funny is if I played this live stream, if I went back in a DeLorean and showed myself this live stream at any previous iteration of my business and just heard me go, I'm bored, I would slap myself through the screen. I would be <laughs> like, oh, poor bitch with all your clients and all your money and all the fun stuff you got to do, you dumb boo. Oh, all the naps you get to take. Yeah, your life is so hard, so bored. Yeah, though, dude, I've earned to not be bored. I put in all the boring stuff. I get to play now, but I don't know what game I want to play, right? So that's what I got to figure out. So I admit and understand That Annie 1.0, 2.0, 4.0, 6.5 would hear my own answer there just there and be like, oh, 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 she's so bored. But I kind of shake myself out of that.
3: That, That's so funny. That's so reminiscent (laughs) to me of when I was hearing like Series B, Series C founders talk about... How they miss like oh yeah like I really miss when it was like two guys in a garage and like we had no idea what we're doing and I'm like you just raised four hundred million dollars from a top three VC like what are you talking about like but no no like (laughs) it it, like totally makes sense like I I hear what you're saying Annie
2: yeah and we cannot underscore the importance of self care because sometimes you don't get to take your own pauses life tells you guess what you need a break and when you are conscious enough. To take the breaks yourself, your your body doesn't get as mad at you. I
1: got the big. I had the biggest speaking gig of my career at that moment. I then surpassed it later in the year. But to the beginning of the year, I had the biggest speaking gig that I wanted at my ideal dream conference, and it was phenomenal. And I got COVID the day I spoke and had COVID the entire month of March. Deb will tell you, I had COVID the entire month of March. So I went from the top of my game to non-existent game. And my body went, <laughs> like, what you going to do now? Have to pay attention to me now, don't you? And I did. <laughs> and it might have saved my life in other ways. Who knows, right? But, but I think you're totally right, Deb. If you don't prioritize it, It'll find a way, and then you won't get COVID for four days like a normal human being. You'll get it for the entire month of March, which I don't want for you, people. It's not fun. Anyway,
2: Keith, what is your joy project?
0: (laughs) um, No, Before I give you my joy project, (laughs) I'm going to go back to Annie because Deborah has given us our own DeLorean. You just go back, and for you, it's a minute 33 and 17 seconds. So when you're worried about how your year is going, go back and check that on this particular video, which will be available to us. It's a darn good point, Keith. It's a darn good point. <laughs> but there is a joy project. you know, it's, I was the business strategist community builder, and I gave a hint at the very beginning when we talked about the word champion that I dropped in there. And that's where, the for me, flying off the rail on the roller coaster and holding on with just one last hand, it came down to art. Because I do the photography, I win awards on those things, we sell product. And what's in it for me, you know, seeing that joy through the others, through clients, and all of these things are successful. But this was the year where I got published in national magazines, found an international diplomat, and basically brought them into an event because they were available and accessible. And all of those things were happening because, I wouldn't use the word bored, (laughs) <laughs> I'm not that far away from saying, you know, there are certain things you do at your your uh, seed series versus a C series, right? And you reach the top of your game in certain areas, and then you've got to do other things. And what I had gone away from was creating art just for me. And so on the 75th anniversary of the first train called the 21st, 20th Century Limited, when it left New York to go to Chicago on the 75th anniversary, I was on it. We didn't go to Chicago. We only went to Albany, New York. But it was a chance to be in a throwback in time to where Marilyn Monroe, Bob Hope, and all of these famous people would get on a train and spend 23 hours to get somewhere. And the ability to just role play for a while, have some fun, get some photos, whole separate out of persona for just a few minutes. And that's led to three gallery shows this year coming from that and means for a ship where I've had the chance to go off and be seen the gold star. Thank you. Yes.
2: Well, <laughs> you all get gold stars. And if you're, if you're tuning in and you want to share your wins in the comments, whether you're on Facebook, LinkedIn or YouTube, we celebrate you and we give you a gold star as well. Um, That's amazing. So, But by being a champion for others, you were able to be the heart of that experience and create art
0: yourself. Yes. And people liked it. Some people bought it. It got me to the next step. It was an amazing time.
2: So even in the roller coaster land, it's all about taking the steps to get where you want to go. Oh, my goodness. I sound like me. Goal strategist again, (laughs) you know. You can't get what you want unless you know what that is. <laughs> but when you are deliberately, but some sometimes a little more deliberately than others, moving forward, you will get where you want to go. You all are nodding <laughs> again. Yes. Oh nodding. my goodness, what are you doing? Not emphatically. Yes, yes, yes.
3: It was so profound I had to take a moment to digest it, you know. <laughs>
2: Sure, that's what they all say. So let's talk about 2024. What <clears throat> Actually, before we talk about 2024 and what wins you're going to be celebrating a year from now, we still have three weeks left. Four Ooh. weeks. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Where's my calendar? We're at the beginning of December. So do any of you have what? Because we still have time for wins. So what kind of win... Is going to make you really happy the end of the year. Keith?
0: I'm going to deliver on my goals for the oldest, newest ship in the fleet, which took me on a personal journey as well as, if. so I went from being go take a picture to spending two years and saying, yeah, I guess I'm part of the crew. I might as well start doing that. And my, my three weeks that are left in the year is to finish the commitment for the amount of funds, personal commitment raised, For this event, and I have one art show coming up. We sell a couple of pieces. We sell, in fact, we sell just a few more of these. 15 of these go out the door, and I hit my number. I run on numbers and goals. So you've been hanging around
2: me a little too long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I can give you a link that you can go and buy the last few.
2: Excellent. Well, definitely when we get to the part of where can people learn more about you and send me the link for the recap for sure. So art show and finish out that ship commitment. Amazing. And, and I just realized why I said three weeks instead of four weeks because the last week of the year, everybody's like taking a nap and gearing up for the following. So Annie, what win are you planning for the end of this? A 2023 and then we'll tackle 2024
1: in a minute. All of my processes and systems are almost how I want them. Like it is so close to clean y'all. It is so close to sparkling. It is so close. And so I am taking the quiet time to standardize, delete garbage clean out old folders. I reorganized my Dropbox the other day. I don't even know myself. I reorganized my Dropbox. But that's the kind of stuff that I'm carrying forward into the quiet parts at the end of this year is like, I don't know how long this organization kink is going to last, but I hope it stays like, "Mm," because I got three more weeks to uh, do some lovely upgrading but it feels a little bit like demo like it feels a little bit like demoing a house. Like got to knock that wall down. Got to actually finally look at what's under the stairs. It's not that scary, just needs to get done.
2: Oh, so you're like a Hallmark holiday movie where they've got like 3 weeks to get something done and ready by the end by the credits.
1: Yes. I have just inherited my aunt I never knew's old haunted house, and the town will go bankrupt if I don't throw the best Christmas party ever and also fundraise for a year of orphanage budget. Yes, that's me right now. Yes.
2: See, it sounds way more sparkly and annie.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Love it. Haunted tree. I mean, I- Hallmark at me. That was a really good pitch right there. I just came up with the idea on the fly. So Hallmark, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah, I
2: think we've got your passion project, or at least one of them for next year. <laughs> Down there
1: will be a Hallmark movie. I'm into it. And Chris,
3: I'm I'm going to go a little bit more touchy feely. Um, before before we started with the show, I, I mentioned that my like Thanksgiving was was rather quiet, but I really enjoyed that. I think it was it wasn't quiet necessarily on the like business front, but it was more so quiet in that I took the time to spend time with family, spend time with friends, and I was actually on a Facetime call with one of my closest friends last night, like one of my childhood friends, and she said, "Wow, it's so good to regularly catch up with you again." I feel like you dropped off the face of the earth for the first half of the year, and I thought to myself for a moment, I was like, "Wow, there were so many challenges that." I went through that I just sort of went into tunnel vision mode right to work on whether it's like personal challenges for myself family or or the business I I sort of shut down on people that I really care about right and you know no harm no foul but I do want to take the next three weeks while I am you know having a lightened inbox because everybody goes off to Cabo or wherever they go for the the holidays um Lovely LA. I don't know. But, you know, um, spending, spending the their, their time in, in tropical environments, perhaps. Um, all this to say, while there is a light in the inbox, I do want to take the time to focus on those that, you know, we, we are grateful for and take that time.
2: So, reconnection is the win.
3: Very, very You're inspiring
2: aspiring for the end of the year. I love that. It, and it's... People have talk about roller coaster. People have so many <laughs> opinions about the holiday season, and for some people, it's wonderful. For some people, it's stressful. I think again, for most people, it's a little bit of both. So mm-hmm. the the more self care, and so last week we did giving, and the week before we did well being. Um, make sure you infiltrate me time. Because it isn't just about those professional goals, I am all about the balance. You you want the me time, but you also want to accomplish and celebrate. So we've got all these th- things together. So this time next year, what are you all going to be celebrating, Chris?
3: So I this is this is the one I spent the most time thinking about. Which you know, Dev, that calendar invite with like, hey, what are your goals for for next year? Awesome. I, I don't know if I would be thinking about that as early as I do unless it were for that calendar invite. So I'm glad that that's already on my calendar for 2020, end of 2024. Wow. Um, so I'm actually thinking about my 2025 goals right now. But before we get there, um, you know, I, my, my girlfriend passed along a book to me called The Molecule of More. And it's a fantastic book on dopamine. Highly recommend it for everybody on this call, because a lot of what we talked about in terms of like noise, for example, and the shiny new object syndrome is fully driven by dopamine. Um, I sound really biologically smart right now, but I'm fully just regurgitating. You do, Chris. We're all nodding our heads. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, are, we
1: are nodding. We are nodding and clapping <laughs> Perfect, right? at, at no, I'm, your academia.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm fully just regurgitating this, this very lovely book I read. But all this to say, right, I think my goal for 2024 is to really lean into gratitude, actually, because you know what the book talks about here your you know your log line for the book is there's a lot of goals that we have which are fantastic they're the core of like why we thrive as a species why we thrive as individuals and that's so 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 necessary but people who tend to rank very very high in um in dopamine sometimes don't rank as high in what the book coins here and now like i'll say vibes in my my gen z way um here and now vibes right um and, and I think that's something that I realized, especially what I just alluded to with the first half of 2023 being so focused on business, goals, all that kind of stuff. I think it's very easy to lose sight of the the here and now. So taking the time to practice more gratitude, Keith, I think I might be stealing your presence and moving it slightly, uh, slightly rewording it, but that would be my 2024 goal or theme for the year to touch okay. back on last year.
2: Oh, I forgot to ask theme words. Okay, we'll we'll get to that, but... Excellent. Uh, Keith, what's your so, goal for the next year?
0: After a full year of being present, <laughs> I need to get off that a little bit because that is exhausting too. As, as Chris is laughing for those who are only in the audio audience.
1: I am nodding. I forgot I'm supposed to say when I nod. <laughs> I am nodding,
0: everyone. But for me, the word is probably going to be something around Teach. Because having lived this year, the way I've gone through it, I think that there's this opportunity to share those things. I mean, I I know where my project's going for this year. It's going to be art as a very authoritative voice, and then to show others how you can use art to affect change. And so, teaching fits into that. In the, whether it's the giving back, but I, I get to chase shiny objects and do something with it.
2: Fun. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. So it, it's about the teaching, it's about the art, but it's also about the, that little empowerment factor
1: where they come together.
0: Yes. Cool. And Annie?
1: My 2024 win is going to be figuring out what I want for me. And
2: so it's the year of Annie.
1: Yes. Terrifying. Ooh, like that. Yes. Everyone get ready for the wildest, weirdest, most cozy year of your lives. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm very, very excited to reprioritize my own initiatives this year. I'm very excited to finish some ideas that are so close to the world that are hidden away. I'm so excited to sunset other things that don't represent me anymore. I'm so excited to meet all the people I haven't met yet. So heck yeah, you're a let's figure out what I want for me, let's figure out what the mission and the motto is anew. Um, because I'm very proud of the work I've done up to this point, And that vision, and inv- it, it all needs an update. It needs a fresh coat of paint. And I can't wait to see what it is.
2: And that is exactly why I do this, why I start the year twice. Okay, I talk goals year round. But getting that running start into the new year And then starting the new year, it's like we get a bonus month to figure out ways to move forward. And also going back to that whole mission and motto thing, when we know what it is about ourselves, what makes us unique, how we help and what we love and putting that onto the world, which honestly all of us do. What But when we really identify that, that gets to be the barometer, that motto for which we can not only help others, but be our best selves in doing so.
3: Absolutely. I'm, I'm not nodding. I'm more than just nodding. I'm <laughs> emphatically, <laughs> vocally agreeing. I'm
2: nodding okay. again. So before we wrap, we always have to do goals or gifts of goals. So we know. So we've got your Annie from Annie. Keith's. Um, theme for the year is to teach, whereas Chris is for gratitude. Amazing. A little bit cheating on the goal side for specifics, but I'm okay with that. What I would love for you all to do now is to gift a goal to our audience. So what is one thing that other people can do to really hone in on living their best life in the new year? And who shall I pick on first? I think we're going to go with Chris first on this one. So, Chris, what goal are you gifting to the world? Or the listenership or whatever.
3: I'm going to, I think I did this last year, but I'm going to go a little bit more meta and take a step back, right? Um, I think my goal or my, my gift gifted goal for this year will be in your goal setting for 2024, put down a goal for yourself, right? I don't think you should be, like a list of goals for your business, for your career, all that stuff is great. Really, really important. It's how we get things done. But taking that moment to give yourself a goal for yourself, whether that's, I want to travel to a new place. I want to call a friend I haven't called in a minute. Or I want to read a book. I want to go to the library, right? <laughs> like, I think giving yourself a nice, easy to win goal for yourself is going to be really, really key for the next year. So that's that'll be my gift.
2: I think it. It's great because it touches on both the value of the personal goal, but also the easy goal so you get those wins, keep those dopamine hits coming, right?
3: Precisely. What a theme for, the, for this podcast.
2: Amazing. So, Annie, what goal are you gifting?
1: I'm going to go with something inspired by what I heard most from my new clients this year. Uh, my new clients, a lot of them came to me because they felt like they'd been beat up by other marketers and were drowning in shoulds and the one way to make a zillion dollars or the one way, the correct way to do something, right? So I am going to set a two-part goal. Your goal for Deb and the rest of this year is to start to dismantle those shoulds And your goal for next year is not to pick up anymore. Don't let anybody should all over you. There's no one right way to do absolutely anything. And most people that say, oh, you have to do this are getting that from AI and not their own heads. Right. So be very aware of shoulding. And be very, very, even more keenly aware of what doesn't feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable is good. It means we're changing. But if what you're being recommended feels unnatural, that's a should. That doesn't work for you. And in fact, I'm going to say you should not. So the only should is no shoulds. That's your goal.
2: Okay. You should not should.
1: No shoulding. Thou shalt not should.
2: (laughs) I like that even better.
1: (laughs) One of the things
2: that I say, um, everybody—I used to say everybody should—but I now say everybody deserves to be happy in some, if not all, of their life. So thou oh, shalt not should.
1: I don't want uh, anybody I, should on you either. That might even be more important. Thou. That's
0: what I thought I heard you say let earlier.
1: Thyself be should upon.
2: <laughs> don't be should upon.
1: Don't should yourself, and don't allow yourself to first do no should. And then receive no sure. Like, what is it? Do no harm, but take no, you know what? So, yeah, do no should, but take no should.
2: I think we, we've, we it's an important road. I feel like we've beaten the should road a little bit too much. So, Keith? <laughs>
0: ooh. Well, this is kind of interesting, you know, because for an hour we've gone through all this and I've lived contemporaneously and taking notes and the words that fit. But I've been here before with you, so I actually wrote down the gifted goal before we started. And I'm going to reach up at my desk where it's been sitting, right? And I'm going to read you my goal, which if I didn't have it, these exact words would have come out of my mouth. My goal and that I gift to others is choose a passion, choose a person, and double down. You'll have a great year. Whether it's yourself, right, the year of Annie, whether it's the year of gratitude, it doesn't matter. Pick the passion, double down on it.
2: Okay, and And how do you double down on a person?
0: You say thank you. Double down on time, attention. Being present was last year's word, you know. But that's okay. It's 2024. And it's time to, to focus.
2: Okay, so basically the goal is be good to yourself, be good to others. Your life will be better. Okay, I'm. I'm now being deer in headlights stared. But...
3: Gonna, that's so funny. I like it.
2: I like yeah. it too. Excellent. Well, this has been wonderful, as I expected it would be. Thank you for not disappointing. Where can people learn more about you, Chris?
3: You can reach me directly at Chris. C-H-R-A-S, at gatherly.io, G-A-T-H-E-R-L-Y.io. And
2: you can learn more about Gatherly at gatherly.io. And in the recaps, I will also put everybody's LinkedIn. So reach out to one of us, reach out to all of us, and say this is where we met and connect. So thank you, Chris. Annie, where can people learn more about you?
1: Well, if you're in a learning mood... Or a browsing mood. You can always go on over to AnniePRuggles.com. But if you're in a connecting mood. Or a get stuff done mood. Or want to hang out with a weirdo mood. Bypass all of that. And go directly to my LinkedIn. I would love to hang out with you. Excellent. And
2: I also have to share with you. uh, So Coach Jenny just logged on and said a hi. Hello to Coach Jenny. Um, And also... Yeah, Catherine Lang. Um, Annie, you are her new spirit animal.
1: Oh! Well, that is wonderful. See, I didn't have that on my bingo card for this year. So, making dreams come true. Thanks, awesome.
2: Catherine. Love that. Love okay, Love so, it. Keith, where could people learn more about you?
0: They can learn more about me at keithspiromedia.com. That would give you a lot of background on me. If you want to get in touch, it could also just be email me. Very easy. Keith at Keith. Keespiro.com.
2: Easy peasy. I love it. And of course, I am at the Dev Method everywhere. And you can grab the recap to this and the previous episodes at thedevmethod.com slash blog. If you need to or want to rethink your goals, make new plans, you can grab your copy of your goal guide at your favorite place to buy books. And you can tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook for live inspiration and motivation. Uh, Subscribe on the YouTube channel as well. And or subscribe to The Deb Show on wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Oh, and also subscribe to Taste Buds with Deb because it's food. And if you're in my world and you love food, love to have you in that community as well. Ooh, I feel like we've had like a marathon party to kick off the party season. What final thought would you like to leave everybody with? Keith, do we have a final thought from you?
0: A final thought is ex- meet a person because you'll ex- when you explore meeting a new person, it explodes an entire new world you didn't know existed.
2: Ooh, so go meet more people. Yes. It opens up your world.
0: But spend time. It's not quantity here. It's actually sitting down over that cup of coffee that Chris had talked about. It's the focus on the Annie moment. It's me deciding which person or which project to double down on.
3: Or, or putting 40 of them into a, into a single <laughs> room rather than doing 40 coffee chats. And <laughs> <Right.
2: laughs> Chris, what oh, I'm... final thought from you?
3: I'm I'm gonna piggyback off of what what Keith said. Um, I, I read this really beautiful Ralph Waldo Emerson quote the other day about how you have to you have to really deeply understand that everybody that you meet has something to teach you and you can learn something from everybody. So leading into what Keith said, adding one more layer up on top below of that, saying that you know when you meet people, be open minded, be curious, and be a learner. Ooh, nice!
2: I like it. And curiosity usually comes up in this conversation. I'm glad we got there.
3: It always comes back around.
2: It does, indeed. Okay, Annie, final, final thought to you.
1: Don't nod on a podcast. People can't see how enthusiastically you agree, which is a metaphor for life, which means that if you really, really like something or you really, really want to spend more time with someone's brain, you should tell them. You should get that cup of coffee and don't just nod on a podcast. So, if you need to do a little bit more effort, if you need to retrain yourself not just to nod like a fool when nobody can see you, then you know don't nod on the podcast. Brilliant. <laughs> As I nod on a As podcast. As you nod <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> well, but, you know, if you gotta, if you gotta brush up your methods. Maybe you just got to get a little bit bolder, a little bit bigger. Maybe you got to nod and laugh on a podcast.
2: So I think I think the common themes of this conversation is you want to be bold, you want to be happy, you want to meet new people and learn new things. And if you do all of the things, I mean, how can twenty twenty four not be awesome?
3: We're gonna we're gonna be here next year saying everything went perfectly. There were no left turns. <laughs> <That wasn't> normal. <laughs>
0: <gasps> oh! be sure to laugh yes
1: please please laugh please <laughs> okay I so you we know have got
2: Keith wearing his party. gestures hat and Chris wearing his Santa hat and Annie for some reason has no hat
1: I have She's... no I have a musical theater degree and no costuming this is depressing
0: it's the year of the Annie though it's your face Annie it's you it's true that's true Here we go you got it.
2: Well, I thank you again, Chris Turian, Annie P. Ruggles and Keith Spiro for joining me today to celebrate December and welcome everybody and invite them to start 2024 now. And thank you for tuning in to, I was going to say taste buds. Thank you for tuning in to uh, Goal Chat Live, or if you're listening to this as the Dev Show podcast on the Marketing Podcast Network, thank you for choosing yourself and your goals and to spend time with us. Anything, any wins that you're planning, whether it's for the end of the year or for next year and beyond, they're yours. So claim them, move forward, you will get there because we know you can do it. Thanks for listening to The Dev Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at The Dev Method on social media, and check out TheDevMethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it.